You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumare. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumare. Yeah, Mary, one of my favorite movies is from... I don't know, 1970, 1971. It's by Monty Python. And the name of the movie was, and now for some, for something completely different. You know, <laughs> I just love that phrase. Could we apply that to the year 2020? And now for something completely different. <laughs> and may, and I got to put somewhere high in that list. I know this is not the most important thing. But Jeffrey Tubin, renowned journalist, lawyer, author, has just been suspended from the New Yorker. There's no way to say this nicely. He was on a Zoom call, a work Zoom call, not with a girlfriend or anything, with members of the New Yorker and W, uh, I don't know, NYC, NBC, something like that. And he was masturbating. <laughs> Like, why would I, I just why won't he answer that question? Why were you doing that? I think he, he said something like we have some personal problems. That's an understatement. Yeah. Those, no, that's not personal problems. That that is lockdown crazy. That's not a person. Per, personal problems is like you have flatulence, you know, <laughs> that. Those are personal problems, I think. You you don't know how you're going to pay your your rent next month. That's a personal problem. Masturbating on a Zoom call is not a personal problem. Yeah, because on Zoom, can't you like just put your picture up so you don't even have to be live? Turn off the video. Just yeah. there's a little button, video off. I now People may ask, why, John and Mary Jo, why did you open your episode <laughs> talk, talk, talking about Jeffrey Tubin firing the Surgeon General, <laughs> which is, is one of my favorite euphemisms for masturbation. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> you know where that comes from. Do you remember Jocelyn Elders, who oh, yeah, was yeah. Surgeon yeah. General? under uh, Bill Clinton. And Jocelyn met her demise as Sur Surgeon General because she outrageously said that masturbation was a natural human thing to do. Although I think Jocelyn would say, but not so much on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> and so oh some, some people then began using you know there's a lot of euphemisms about monkeys and things right but saying one euphemism might be i'm firing the surgeon general so uh, i guess that's what jeffrey was doing. oh my lord but, but, so how many but, how many like days or weeks are left in 2000 in 2020 like two and a half months right how in, many more crazy things can happen i i don't know and this leads maybe to my big question we questioned Jeffrey Tubin, why are you doing it? Don't we have to ask the President of the United States, Donald Trump, <clears throat> why is your primary bid to be reelected to campaign on the issue 
that your opponent's son was an addict. Yes. I mean, is, am I crazy? Is that like the main thing right now? Yeah, you know, it's that's a weirdly great parallel you're, you're running because they're equally stupid. Yeah, I mean, that's right up with Jeffrey. It is. It's pulling a Jeffrey because... <laughs> Which is my new, <laughs> my new euphemism. Oh my Son, God. what are you doing in the bathroom there? I'm pulling a Jeffrey. Oh my Lord. <laughs> Ruined that name for generations. So, you know, but back to pulling a Donald. So I think the same thing. And I don't really understand why they feel the need to go there. It's not as if Trump doesn't have arguments to make. <clears throat> I don't agree with any of them, but there is certainly part of the population that would agree with his arguments on the economy. I'm the guy to pull this back together. You don't want a socialist. All that other stuff that appeals to not just his base, but many Republicans. But I think when people hear this thing about Biden's son, First of all, it seems very made up. I think even to your average Trump lover, it's like, where is that coming from? And second, how many people in this country have experience with addiction? Quite a lot. And so it doesn't make sense that he would go after Biden's son who struggled with addiction. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. And to your point, which is a good one, Imagine that somehow you and I got a job advising Donald Trump. I, this is all really weird, but but imagine. Wouldn't we say to him, Mr. President, say something like this. The stock market is important to many of you. Look at your 401ks. Are they up? Yes, I will agree that earlier this year, Maybe I soft-pedaled the COVID virus, but you know why I did it? So as not to create a financial panic, and you are getting the benefit of that. Now, that seems to me like a really terrible thing to do or to say, but I think there are an awful lot of people would say, that's right, and I'm not certain I trust, trust Joe Biden to keep my 401k as high, high as it is. Wouldn't that sound reasonable? Sure, because right now what Trump sounds like is that he's trying to replay his greatest hits. He's like some band that was barely good in the 80s, but is out there still playing their one hit, you know, like a one hit wonder kind of group. And Kind of like uh, Paper Lace some, playing the, the Night Chicago Died, that kind of thing. Exactly, and playing some, you know, weird fairs in um, Poughkeepsie. That's right. how it feels to me, because how, what did he love? He loved the locker up. He loved the emails. Um, he loved that stuff. And so that's what his rallies are all about. It's, it, it just, to me, I look at it and I think he's a one-trick pony. And that's why he's not been able to govern, because he doesn't have the agility you know, leadership agility to st when the pandemic started to say, okay, this is going to require something else of me and I can do that. I think he couldn't. He had nothing but the stock market and Joe Biden is a bad guy. And 
I wanted to run against Bernie, but if it's not going to be Bernie, I'm going to call Joe a socialist and lock him up. It's really all he's got. And it's just not playing well in this moment. If the pandemic hadn't hit, maybe he could have played that game. But since it did, this is what people are worried about and concerned about. And he's got nothing. Well, you're, I mean, you're absolutely right. And, and you look at a couple of those. There's something in Donald Trump that is just aching because he is not running against Hillary Clinton. Joe Biden is not Hillary Clinton. He doesn't have emails. You can say what you want. And, I, you know, part of me wants to kind of make light of all this, but there's something really awful and dangerous on the president of the United States calling for the arrest of his political opponent. I mean, this feels like Belarus. Sorry for anybody from Belarus who listens to us. But doesn't it? It's the same exact same thing. And that goes to that attacks the roots of who we are as Americans for him to be saying Joe Biden is a crook and he should be arrested right now. Well, you're the chief law enforcement. Are you ordering officer? Are you ordering that? God, this feels awful to me. It, it certainly does. And, and part of that is because we know that he can exercise all the powers of the United States government to do that. If he were a more competent authoritarian, which I think he's proved not to be that competent, and, and was going to wield the power of the United States government, that would be really frightening. Unfortunately for him, even his loyalists are getting freaked out a little bit. And I'm naming Barr when I say that. So Barr went along with him and went along with him until now. And what does Trump do? Turns on him. So interesting mm -hmm. to say, well, Barr's such a nice guy. Like, he won't go after uh, Biden the way that he should. But Biden's a criminal. The thing I don't understand, John, is when people, I'm not talking about us, we listen to him and we're like, that's just crap. <laughs> you know, like we don't give mm -hmm. pay any mind to it. But who listens to that and thinks to themselves, yes, Joe Biden should be in jail? Yes, and they think that. And then they say to themselves, and if nobody else is going to do something about this, I am. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do something about it. And that's when it becomes fiercely dangerous. I, I want to ask a, uh, imagine or a hypothetical question to you. Assume for a minute that not only the, does Donald Trump lose uh, on election day, he loses so big, so substantially that nobody is going to put up with him arguing, you know, I could have won. But now he has months, two and a half months where he has lost, but he still, as you said before, wields the full power of the presidency. Does he get rid of Bill Barr, who he's sarcastically saying is too nice? <laughs> do it, do because he's not being he's not being complimentary when he calls Bill Barr nice, no. uh, and put in his place some crazy lackey, which I'm assuming he could put him as acting attorney general. <clears throat> and then start wielding the powers and go ahead arrest order the arrest of joe joe biden i you know this is all crazy but we're living in a world where jeffrey tubin masturbates on zoom <laughs> <laughs> but 
But honestly, you'd have to think, and I don't know this, so I'm really speculating, that people in the positions of power, be that the FBI, I mean, we know Christopher Ray has been a pretty upstanding guy, are gaming this out a little bit and saying, we aren't going to take orders from him if he does that. I, I just, I have to believe that the institutions at that point really hold. Even if Biden wins by a little bit, that you aren't going to see these arrests. And, and I, I think, this is just my opinion, and again, we'll, <clears throat> we'll see, is that if Trump loses, we may see Trump resign so that he can get a pardon if he accepts the loss, um, because that allows him to save face in a weird way, as opposed to having the inauguration come. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's so hard to say it gets crazier and crazier as it gets closer and closer. I think people are starting to feel a lot of anxiety. I can't tell you how many texts I got last night from people like, I'm really starting to feel anxious. I'm really scared Trump's going to win. And I'm thinking, hmm, what's scarier, Trump winning or Trump losing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And I do wonder, you know, when Trump says, when he does like a dropped comment, a little something at the end, I'm always, my radar is always kind of alert because I wonder how often he's serious. And the other day, he kind of speculated talking to one of his crowds at one of his super spreader events. And he said, you know, and if I don't, uh, if I lose, I don't know, maybe I'll leave the country. You know, I know a lot of us say that Joan Baez says that uh, we say we're going to the south of France, except we're serious about it. <laughs> and, <laughs> but you wonder with the amount of legal peril he's in, if somewhere in November we don't suddenly get a news flash, the reports are in right now that Donald Trump has just gotten on an airplane, his MasterCard is still good enough that he can get a ticket and gone to a country that does not extradite to people to the United States. I can tell you, I think it's a totally plausible thing to happen. I mean, what more? It's 2020. Any crazy thing can yeah. happen. So we're almost done, but we didn't have time to do one of the things we wanted to do, but we will do tomorrow, which is start to game out the debate. Because yeah. I can't and wait for the debate. No, and I, I've done a little something with our, our software that we work on here for tomorrow for the debate. I have a mute button so I can mute you. <laughs> at, at, oh, at my. It'll be just... <laughs> Oh, it's too crazy. All right, okay, I'll see you. Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.